It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 8.06 on a Saturday morning. It's 64, 65 degrees right now. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener here on the Lawn and Garden Show, here to help you be more successful doing your landscape, your garden, whatever it is that you want to do. I'm here to help. 404-872-0750 is the number on Lawn and Garden. And a reminder that in, what, two weeks from now, we'll be having the Fall Atlanta Home Show, which should be lots and lots of fun. I'll be there speaking on Friday of the weekend. And then on Saturday, we'll have the WSB broadcast that morning. Dave Baker, myself, uh, Belinda Skelton, of course, will be broadcasting live from the Fall Atlanta Home Show. The thing to remember is to get into the Home Show that morning. You can get in for free when the show opens at 10 o'clock as long as you get to the Cobb Galleria before 9 a.m. 9 a.m. is the witching hour that morning. you got to have the password. Password is easy. It's reliable because we're on the reliable heating and air stage. But the, um, the whole show broadcast, you can come in as early as 6 if you want to. You can come in as 8.55 if you want to, whatever you want to do. Sometime before 9 o'clock, know the reliable password, get into the broadcast, and then when the show opens at 10, you get to go to the Fall Atlanta Home Show for free. Peggy is in Carrollton and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Peggy, good morning. Hey, Walter. Thanks for taking my call. Hi. So um, I have a nice little permitter lawn, and the other day, I mean, it literally happened overnight, there's these, you know, abstract-shaped um, just blank spaces that just all of a sudden just, you know, went away. And right. I don't know if it's some kind of fungus or if it's an animal. There was some huh. kind of like rabbit droppings, maybe um, deer droppings. And I, I can't imagine that, I mean, like just literally overnight that how, it would. How big is a spot, Peggy? Um, there's a couple spots. One's probably about three feet, um, maybe by one foot. Um, huh. it, it, it literally is, it, it looks like, um, like one's a little bit of a rectangle. Another one's like a line going one way. Um, does it, it look it, grazed or does it look diseased? And grazed would be everything's clipped and there's no blade left much above the soil surface. And diseased would be you got blades with all yellow spotted laying down on the ground. So what symptom do you see? It almost looks grazed. Hmm, I mean, rabbit. literally, it was like down to the dirt. Wow. And, oh, wait, 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 wait. I know what it is. Army worms. Are you seeing any really? caterpillars out there? No, I don't see any. Are they big enough to see? Yeah. You, you, know you go do this would be perfect, perfect army worm weather right now. And army worms chew Bermuda grass right down to the ground, leaving bare spots. And uh, what you typically see for signs is number one, caterpillars, although they're not always big. They're an inch and a half may be long. They're striped. They have a Y-shaped sort of mark on their head. And sometimes you see birds out there in the afternoon. You'll see five or six birds all pecking around in one area where they're eating the caterpillars. So possibly army worms. That's really... I don't see any right now. Okay. 
Um, and I, when I noticed it yesterday morning, I didn't see them. Would they be gone or would they still be there? Or should I look through the rest of the lawn and see if... Yeah, look through the rest of the lawn. I'm just so convinced somehow, Peggy, because it's such perfect timing for the army worms. They don't overwinter in Georgia. One of the weird things about these army worm moths that uh, lay their eggs and form the army worm caterpillars, they actually live over winter in Florida. And the storms that sometimes occur in the late summer blow them up. And they blow up from Florida to the sod farms in South Georgia, and then sometimes from the sod farms up to middle Georgia and then to Atlanta. Or sometimes things get sort of short-circuited because the sod farms deliver sod to Atlanta pre-inoculated with army worm eggs on them. But either way, like I say, this would be perfect time to have them here. If you don't have army worm, if you don't see those caterpillars, Peggy, mm, I don't know what it is. If you, if you see, well, if it were a rabbit, you'd see pellets. Somebody, the rabbits don't. <laughs> they do it all the time. The little piles of black pellets around the yard where the grazing is occurring. Yeah, but they wouldn't graze all the way down. And if it is army worms, yeah. what do you do? You spray with any garden, landscape, lawn, insecticide. They're very tender. You can even use the uh, Bacillus thuringiensis, the uh, organic caterpillar killer. It's better probably from the younger stages than the mature stage. But any insecticide that coats the grass leaf, if they eat it, they're dead. So if I got some kind of a um, insecticide for lawns, you know, hose-in sprayers yep. kind of thing, yep. something like that would work. That One would more work. question, if you don't mind. Sure. My um, butterfly bushes grew nicely this year after I cut them down, but almost zero blooms. Oh, man. My neighbor, that I, keep, I, I don't have to remind him because he's my friend. I say, Tom, don't forget to prune your, your butterfly bush. And he prunes it down dutifully every January, February. And I saw yesterday as I was turning the corner, it's full of flowers right now, unlike Peggy's, who doesn't have any flowers on it. You I think it know. needs? I don't know. I mean, butterfly bush wants to flower. It should flower. If it's a healthy plant, it should be flowering right now. Yeah, they. I mean, I cut them, I cut them down, yeah. and they're about five feet tall yeah and lots of nice lush green growth yep. on them right should be seeing butterfly flower butterfly bush flowers on the ends of the branch what's going on i don't know i don't know they should be flowering you think it needs some food placebo but you've got that nice growth on it that even if it were lacking in in food it, it's not showing it if it lacked in, in nutrients then you'd have a little sort of sprawly short bindly bush that wouldn't look like much of anything. But if yours looks pretty healthy and green, something else is going on, but I don't know what it is. Mm. Well, mm -hmm. maybe next year. <laughs> That's always the best way to think, think about it, Peggy. Maybe next right. year. Well, Walter, thank you very much for your help. I appreciate it. That's great talking to you, Peggy. Thanks so much for calling. 404-872-0750 is the number on Lawn and Garden. Let's go real quickly to get Rob in here, and then we've got a special guest. We'll talk to her a little bit after that. Rob, hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, Walter. How are you? I'm doing great. How can I help, Rob? Let's go pretty quickly here because I want to get my guest in. So what you got? You got nut sedge? Well, I do, and I, that is the bane of my existence in a Bermuda lawn, and I've been told time and again that there's nothing over the counter that can be purchased, sure and they're is. very limited in professional chemicals. Now, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, that's a, that's a lawn service that's telling me that, no, and I'm no, sure no. so I can you spend can extra money any, with them. I can tell you right now that you can get... Uh, Sedge Hammer is one brand name. Sedge Hammer. Sedge Hammer kills it dead. 
Um, it's probably the easiest one to get um, online, but you can get Image, I-M-A-G-E, Image for Nutsedge at any big box store garden center around town. Sure. See, I should have called you first. You should have. That's why. That's a great answer, Rob. You should have called me first. But Sedge <laughs> Hammer is the stuff to use that probably is the most broad spectrum of any of the herbicides. I just go... Go online and see if you can find Sedgehammer. Hardware stores sometimes have it, so don't neglect visiting your local hardware store and ask them if they have it. Usually not pike. I don't see it at pike very much, but uh, Sedgehammer, that's the stuff to use. Thanks for calling, Rob. We have a special guest with us this morning, Mark Levine from the Fall Atlanta Home Show. Hey, Mark, good morning. Hey, good morning, Walter. How are you doing today? I'm well, sir. So I am definitely Great. looking forward to the Fall Atlanta Home Show in a couple of weeks. We'll be broadcasting there of course and you being the new show director let's talk about it let's talk about some of the things that's going to be there at the show and maybe some headlines and things we can look forward to if we attend yeah absolutely and i appreciate you having me on and i uh, appreciate you being again involved with the show sure. i know that you've been involved for many years so uh you may be able to tell me a thing or two about it but um yeah, it's coming up very soon, September the 7th through the 9th, again at the Cobb Gallery Center. Right. And um, yeah, what your visitors can, or your listeners can expect uh, everything that they've seen before at the show and more. We're going to have hundreds of home improvement and landscape exhibitors at the show. Of course, your live broadcasts and others are going to be involved on Saturday and Sunday at the show. Uh, there'll be product demonstrations. There's the Backyard Beer Garden. Yeah, that's what I want to company. talk about for a minute, because the Backyard Beer Garden is something everybody talks about. They say, oh, man, you should have gone to the beer garden. That was great. I like that part. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, uh, Georgia Landscape designed that area, and they, they do a great job. Um, again, Red Hair Brewing Company, you're going to be supplying, uh, supplying the beers for people to taste. It's a $5 donation, and that goes to Hope Atlanta. Mm -hmm. to, uh, obviously, it's a, it's a great cause for, to help the homeless in, in and around Atlanta. Right. So, yeah, that's running all three days, and uh, obviously, I invite you to come and enjoy some of their beers. Well, so maybe we can uh, maybe grab a beer together. And who, who, Absolutely, who, yeah. You got the uh, who's the guy? Brett Tudor is going to be there as well from the Trading Spaces. Yeah, Brett Tudor, the the new carpenter on Trading Spaces. Uh, he, he's a very cool guy. He's got a, a really interesting background and is in, involved in all sorts of things. But yes, uh, most recently he is the carpenter on Trading Spaces. He's going to be joining us all three days, actually speaking on uh, Friday afternoon, Saturday afternoon, and Sunday afternoon. So. Um, very interesting guy. He's also going to be bringing with him some um, cutting boards he's designed uh, with the stars and stripes on them. And um, he will be auctioning off basically a silent auction during each of his talks. So you can bid and get a, a handmade cutting board by Brett. I know I'm probably going to be the one starting the bids off because I want one of those. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I invite everybody to, to do and And all proceeds go to his charity by the way, for those cutting boards. So he's a very, very generous guy in that respect, too. But, yeah, um, it, he'll be very entertaining. And um, we've got other great, great speakers as well. I know, I think you're kicking everything yeah. off on Friday. Noon, noon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think you'll be giving your, your, your usual tips for landscaping and lawns for the fall. Um, and so I'm uh, looking forward to that, too. But, yeah, there's, there's going to be a lot going on. We've got uh, actually a very exciting giveaway this year courtesy of team roofing uh, and construction uh -huh. somebody some lucky winner is going to win a fifteen thousand dollar roof replacement Ow. and um yes i, I, I think that. everybody would be uh, yeah everybody could use that couldn't they so um and you can uh enter on site 
or you can enter online um, and just go to fallatlantahomeshow.com for details on that. But yeah, no, we're very excited about that too. The other good thing about going to fallatlantahomeshow.com is you get discount tickets there as well as the schedule of Hero Day and uh, Businessman Day the, when the carpenters and all the tradespeople can get in and get free admission to the show. And so fallatlantahomeshow.com, all the details about the show, speaker schedule, when Brett's going to be there, as well as how to get discount tickets and when people can get in for free. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's pretty much everything you will need in one place at the fallatlantahomeshow.com website. And, um, yeah, the Hero Day you mentioned is going to be on Friday, September the 7th. So, you know, if you're a military personnel, uh, veteran, police, fire, first responder of any kind, just uh, come on down and you'll get free entry on Friday the 7th. And that is also trade day. So if you are a member of the, you know, construction or landscaping business in any way, just bring a card and you also can get in free during that day. Um, We do have expanded hours on Saturday. We're going to be open until 8 p.m give those who can't get down till later on in the day plenty of time to walk the show and uh, meet with any exhibitors that they want to speak with yeah so yeah no we're, we're extremely excited and also we will have um a feature where your listeners and, and visitors to the show can bring a bag of soil down and have it analyzed oh, by uh, the landscape doctor Good so that you. will be very cool as well Well, Mark, I look forward to meeting you for the first time. I look forward to seeing you on that Friday. And then early, 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 I expect you to be there early, early when we do our broadcast (laughs) this morning. Yeah, I've I've heard about this. Yes, so you're going to be doing your full broadcast from the show itself from 6 to 9, correct, on Saturday? We'll be there from 6 to 9. After that, then Dave Baker will be there. And Blenda Skelton will be there later on during the day. But, yeah, I look forward to to being there with you. Mark, i got to go because we've got a commercial break in here. But it is great talking to you. We'll see you right there September 7th, September 8th, September 9th. The website, Atlanta, no, excuse me, fallatlantahomeshow.com. It's 820. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. Six quick weather update. Mix of sun and clouds today. High of 85, low of 67 tomorrow. Same, a little bit more wet, a little bit humid, I should say, in the afternoon. High of 87, low of 68. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We have about a minute to talk to Chris in Conyers. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Chris? Chris, 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 Chris. Okay. Chris. My question there is, there is. Uh, I have a music grant and and I was wondering if it's uh, a good time to start a pre-emergent. Not quite yet, Chris. I think if you want to control winter weeds like um, chickweed, henbit, things like that, the time to put it out is around the middle of September rather than the early latter part of August. But the early part of September is still a little early for them. So if you're going to do it a pre-emergent for winter weeds, bluegrass, chickweed, henbit, things like that. I think the middle of September is cool things. The soil temperature is down to around 55, 58 degrees. Soil temperatures in that range would be about what you're looking at. That won't be till the middle of September. So then's when you put the pre-emergent for winter weeds. 
For spring weeds, I mentioned to the caller earlier, it'll be around the first to the second week, maybe in March, to be about right for them. Thank you for calling, Chris. we got to go, though. It's 827 at News Talk WSB. We'll be back after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. 836 and 66 degrees outside. This is Lawn and Garden. I'm Walter Reeves with Georgia Gardner here to help you be more successful in your landscape. Do whatever you do or don't want to do. Get some advice on how to get an excuse for why you don't want to do it. Or if you do, I'll tell you how to do it. And one of the best places, of course, to get advice is Pike Nursery here in Atlanta. And of course, my friend Mickey Gasway is broadcasting live this morning, or I should say coming to us live this morning from <laughs> Where are you, Mickey? I'm at Lindbergh this morning. Right up the hill from us, you sure are. Yes. So the class at Lindbergh starts at 10 o'clock this morning, right? Yes, it does, and it's for beginning gardeners. So everybody living in the condos and apartments around the Lindbergh station can get there easily with a cup of coffee in their hands, comes to the beginning gardening class at 10 o'clock. Yes, and and it's not, you know, a lot of times we have people that are new to the area, and so um, we call them transplanted gardeners, so it's great for those, too. So at the Lindbergh location, as well as all Pike Nursery locations, we got something on sale this weekend for the Pike Pick of the Weekend. And this week it is Encore Azaleas. Which I don't want to jinx them by saying are almost as ubiquitous as, as knockout roses, but by George, Encore Azaleas bloom four seasons of the year. It is unbelievable how many flowers I see on Encore Azaleas. I know. They're incredible in so many pretty colors and different sizes we've got the little ones that are like two feet tall and we've got the some that are up to like five and a half or six feet that pretty purple royalty which is one of my favorites is a real tall one my neighbor noelle down the street has four in front of her house leo next door to her has two or three neighbors up and down the street i was noticing yesterday thinking about today that we'll be talking about the azaleas and thought has there been a day, a week during this whole year that there's not been some flowers on somebody's azalea, Encore azalea in my neighborhood. I can't think of a time. Even in January, there are still flowers then. I noted back in the cold months. Yeah, they're they're amazing. They really are. I love watching them. I love watching the flowers that come up at times that you'd, like you said, in the wintertime that you think, hey, why is that there? But they do come up. What do you do to get your azalea started off great, Mickey? What do you do to prepare the soil? Well, I just use lots of soil conditioner or planting mix, something to um, open up the soil. I think that's mainly the main thing. I don't dig it deep. I dig it wide. That's Mm -hmm. what I tell everybody for azaleas. And uh, I use the planting mix when I do mine. Uh, sometimes I, there's a, a, an azalea mix, I think, but usually I have planting mix, and that's what I use, and it does great. I think the other thing that's important is to untangle the roots as best you can. Oh, yeah. Try to unloosen up the roots to get them from circling around inside the pot, make them move in all the different directions around the plant. Otherwise, they'll dry out really, really quickly. You want those roots spread out into the surrounding prepared soil that you made, so they're absorbing moisture from your prepared soil rather than from just that little mix that was in the pot. I think that's right. And, you know, you know, all of our, our trees and shrubs are all guaranteed forever. And so every once in a while we'll get one back. We'll get an azalea back. And usually when we get it back, the roots are going round and round and round. Yeah. They've never been 
broken apart, like you said. So I think and one of the amazing. nice things about Pike Nursery is you have a planting service where people will yes, come out do. and do it for you and do it the right way. Uh, my neighbor Gus and I were talking yesterday about blowing the leaves and pine straw off our roofs, and he said, you know, I would used to just climb up the ladder and get on my roof and do it anytime I wanted to, and now I'm thinking, would it be nice if somebody else got up on my roof and yeah. blew my roof off? And it would be nice for somebody else to plant the Encore azaleas too, which all nursery, Pike Nursery locations offer. The planting service does a great job. They do a really, really good job. They certainly do. So let's reiterate that all Encore azaleas, and this is a great time to choose them because they are in flower most of the time. You can see what color they are. Make sure they match with what you have in mind. They're all 20% off, all Pike Nursery locations. If you're around the Lindbergh Marta uh, Mart Station as well as the Lindbergh Pike location, Mickey Gasway will be there this morning teaching a beginning or transplanted gardener class starting at 10 a.m. Is there and be else sure, you know, I didn't I mention, I didn't mention, uh, be sure and use some of the root zone, the um, Dr. Bad. Earth in there, too, to get them started. That really helps. So when you pick up your azalea, get some planting mix and some root zone soup when you're in there, and it really does make a difference. Yeah, it helps them to get started. A little bit of nutrition, a little bit of something to get mm -hmm. the roots stimulated to go and move out into the surrounding soil. You may, depending on the size of the plant, have to water it reasonably frequently once yeah, every yeah, four or five right. days for the first two or three months but after they're established completely carefree once in a while you get lace bugs but as encore is it's just a terrific plant great to have them on sale 20 percent off just tell the cashier of course this is the pipe pick of the weekend 20 percent off on all the encore azaleas that's right well mickey it's great talking to you once again a great choice for the pipe pick of the weekend pike nurse don't forget don't and that's right where would we go? Where would we go? I forget things so easily sometimes. I'm getting a little older myself, as Gus is. Where would we go if we wanted to find all the Pike Nursery locations and the 20% off Encore Azaleas? That's it. PikeNursery.com. Roll Tide. You got it. Thanks for calling, Mickey. We will see you soon. It is, uh, we've got, oh, Paulette has been waiting so long. Paulette, join us on the Lawn and Garden Show. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. How can I help? I have two uh, camellias. I need to know when I can cut those back. Hmm. They're about five feet tall. And just they very likely, whether they're either the early, the fall camellia or the later, you know, winter, spring camellia, probably have the buds on them right now, Paulette, don't they? Have you gone out to look at the ends of the branches? <laughs> they don't. They're hmm. putting out new growth. I would have thought that they would all be budding up real good. My May blooming Jean, it's called Jean May, uh, Camellia, I saw yesterday when I was pulling weeds from around it, I thought, oh man, look at the buds there. You're going to have lots of flowers next year. I haven't looked it at the other big one around the corner, but check before you prune. Let's put it that way, Paulette. Be careful. Pruning now may remove a lot of flowers for next year. I'm afraid that might be what happened, my yard guy. I think he might have cut them back at the wrong uh -huh. time of the year, and that's why they're not putting out buds now. Possibly so. Possibly so. Check and see. You know what to do. You had a question about your cherry tree, too? Yes, but when could I cut those back as far as, I mean, right really after they severely flowering. Back. If indeed they do flower, <laughs> whenever they finish doing that, that's when to cut them back. Okay. Okay. Yes, the cherry tree is has yellow leaves. Most of them have dropped off. Mm -hmm. Um I was looking closer at the leaves, and they had um, something had been eating them. 
check again if it's round holes in the leaves of your cherry tree, turning yellow, falling off, round holes. I think that may be cherry leaf spot, which is epidemic around my part of town and over in Watkinsville probably too. But the Yoshino and the um, uh, Kwanzaa cherries both just have just complete leaf drop, boom, in July, early August this year because all the leaves had leaf spot on them and they fell out. So if you want to see a picture, I've got some pictures on my website and just say cherry leaf spot, go to the page, look and see if that compares to what you have. That'd be what okay. I bet is happening. And uh, is there anything I need to apply or do to uh, it? You spray fungicide in March, April, May, probably April, May of next year. You get ahead of okay. our, get ahead of the disease. That's what you're trying to do is get this fungicide on before the disease gets good okay. and started. I, I don't want to lose it. I brought it from Macon as just oh, a man, little small tree, yeah. and uh, it's, it's about 10 feet tall now. All right. well, go look on my website. See the picture there of the cherry leaf spot. See if that matches what you have. And I have more directions there on things to spray for it. But that's what you look for is the cherry leaf spot, Paulette. Jim in Dunwoody joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Jim, good morning. Morning, Walter. What you got? I've got this little 20 by 50 garden out back that I grow some my vegetables in. Yeah. And after I finished the first crop of corn, there was an area there about 6 by 8 that uh, these volunteer vines came up and it turned out they're apparently cantaloupe huh. I, I have uh, put my compost in a pile and i work it into the soil each year right. but uh, these vines came up and I had 10 cantaloupes growing <laughs> and just about the time they get to full size some of them have just sort of collapsed into mush <sighs> I have no experience with growing cantaloupes I'm a Yankee uh, how do you or what am I doing wrong or what can I do to at least enjoy a couple of them? Did you see any small holes in the skin, the rind of the cantaloupe at all? Anywhere? In the vine? In the, in the fruit itself. The reason I'm asking uh, is because fruit worm is a caterpillar or thing that gets into, bores into fruit of cucumbers, cucum, uh, cucumbers, uh, cantaloupes, watermelons, and the fruit worm leaves an opening that water can get into, and then when water gets inside a cantaloupe, Good things do not happen. That's when it gets bacteria inside and collapses on itself. So I'm suspicioning here that you had a pickle worm, fruit worm is another name for it, on the cantaloupe that allowed the destruction, bacterial destruction, to start. That's my guess. Okay. Well, what can I do to prevent that? Next year, do a real good job and carefully applying insecticide to the fruit don't get it on the flowers because the insecticides that kill the fruit worm also kill honeybees and things that pollinate your mm -hmm. flowers on your vine. So it's not something you spray over the top and say, oh, kill everything here, kill the fruit worm, good, because that kills the honeybees that do the pollination. So um, you, generally what I've done before is take a little foam paintbrush and dip it in a bottle of garden insecticide, just paint it around the top of my cucumbers, and that protected them, it seems like, very nicely. But I was only careful to put it on the fruit, not on the flowers, anywhere near the flower. Okay. Uh, another question? Real quick, real quick. Got 30 okay. seconds. Uh, I had the county deliver me 10 yards of compost this past spring. Great. And I spread that out over the garden. Is there any nutrients in that? I mean, because my garden just seemed to grow like crazy this year. Not, not much production of uh, vegetables, yeah. but vines all over the place. My tomatoes are, would have been 10 foot tall if, they had, if I had the uh, uh, 
I've, cages that high. I've been to the Dunwoody composting site, and they, I mean, not Dunwoody, the Decatur, South Decatur that's where they, site. That's where it came from. It is enormous down there, and it's mostly leaves and limbs and chips and things like that. So there shouldn't be, shouldn't be a lot of nutrition in there. You get nutrition from green things like leaf uh, lawn clippings. But I didn't see much lawn clipping. It was all brown leaves when I was there. Again, you, you know, the proof is in the pudding. If you saw a lot of growth, that tells me there was nutrition in the compost. I just wouldn't have expected there to be that much in there. But it'll wash away. You won't have any more nutrition there for the next year, I guess, so you'll start adding fertilizer then. But I really do love DeKalb County for supplying that compost. It's free. Go on my website if you want to to get the places where you can pick it up. But free compost, DeKalb County stuff, part of your taxpayer services that we get in DeKalb County. It's 848. We'll be back to more Lawn and Garden after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. And a quick weather update brought to you by Acumen Security. A mix of sun. It's always interesting to hear what music Jason picks out. A mix of sun and clouds. High of 85 today. Low of 67 overnight. Tomorrow, about the same. A little bit more humidity, perhaps. 87 is the high. 68 is the low. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Bob and Lawrence will join us. Hey, Bob. Good morning. Good morning, Walter. How are you? Hey, man. I'm fine. What you got? Good. Well, I planted two nice little gala apple trees in my front yard earlier this year, and they were doing fine. They had they had leafed out a little bit, and my local deer herd has <laughs> deleafed them. And my question is, you know, we're getting kind of short here on time as far as fall goes. What's yeah. the best thing? I, I'm going to put a physical barrier, probably chicken wire or something, around them okay. to keep the deers off of to keep the deer off of them. Uh, what is, can I put some fertilizer or prune them in a certain way, or what's the best way I can do to encourage new leaf? You're not going to get many leaves this late in the year. I wouldn't be discouraged yeah, anything if you don't would get help. any leaves, but I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't get any leaves. So don't expect much. Um, I don't think fertilizer is the way to go. I think you just leave them where they are. Leave them where they are, let the sun hit it. If a few leaves want to sprout out before the fall comes, okay. Otherwise, leave them alone, put the barrier up to keep the deer away because they also browse the tips of branches. That's not a good thing either. And uh, that's about all I have. You basically do the best okay. you can to, to keep them out of there and try not to have any deer eating the tips of your apple leaves. It's been a great Saturday morning. Ashley Frasca has screened our calls and answered, calls on, answered questions on Facebook. He's done a terrific job. Jason Byers, of course, chooses our music, does the best garden music in America. Nothing scares Ashley Frasca. Follow her on Twitter, Ashley Frasca WSB. In fact, I'm told the only thing that does scare her is automatic flushing toilets. They sometimes really give her the willies in the bathroom. If you didn't get your question answered this morning, <laughs> go to my website, WalterReeves.com. Get the details about our Southeast Asia trip. We're going to do next spring to Cambodia and Vietnam. How about that? Dave Baker's in the house. The whole Fix It show is straight ahead. I will see you, my friends, right here next Saturday morning for another edition of Lawn and Garden. <laughs>